Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Importante tercera y seis. Miren la carga de San Francisco. Vienen con todo mundo. Kirk Cousins suelta largo. Cuidado. Es intercepción. No. Es pase completo. Y allá va Jordan Addison. Metiéndose al touchdown. Suenan los cañones. Y todavía le quedaban siete segundos más a los chiquitos. Ellos no los pueden creer. Our good friend wow. Rebecca Landa with the call for ESPN Deportes. Oh, it was quite a night. If you are a Vikings fan, if you are a 49ers fan, it's one, two, four, get. Either way, this is the El Huddle podcast where we celebrate Latino culture, the NFL, and beyond. I'm Will Salva. I am joined by my hermana, my prima, my prima hermana, <laughs> MJ Acosta Ruiz. By the way, that whole sequence only makes sense to Latinos, right? Like, oh, yeah. They fully understand what we mean by like prima hermana, prima hermano. Oh, absolutely. It's good to be back in it's, the flesh. Yes, absolutely. As always, yeah. prima hermana. Uh, as we had mentioned in the last podcast, there were six teams that had a siestecita mm -hmm. in week seven. Week eight, we're going to see yeah. everybody trabajando. Everybody's going to be working, so yep. nobody's going to have a bye week. But we just heard the Vikings and the 49ers. Yep. For the Vikings, they seemed like the team that was more desperate. The 49ers could not get off the field on third down. Yeah. The protection for Kirk Cousins was excellent. The pass rush for the 49ers couldn't get any sort no of sacks. pressure on Kirk Cousins. It was amazing. Yeah. Kirk Cousins was just slicing and dicing him up. It, and I think a lot of people are, are, have we underestimated the Vikings yet again? Maybe, maybe. 
So far, right now, it looks that way, doesn't we'll, it? We'll, we'll see. At least this performance that they showed us, mm -hmm. they had their game plan. The defense from Brian Flores yeah. was excellent. I heard Brian Flores' name so many times last night. I was like, all yeah. right, B-Flow. B-Flow, feeling the flow. Let's go. During that game. And yeah. now the question is with the 49ers after now two consecutive losses, yeah. they have to get ready for the Bengals mm -hmm. who are just coming off of their bye. Yeah. One of those teams that's well-rested. We saw Joe Burrow and the way that he played before the bye week looked much better. Much better. Looked much more like the Joe Burrow that we've been that accustomed we to. The Burrow and of your. The, the, the <laughs> definitely of your, right? And yeah. now there's going to have to be some adjustments from the 49ers because yeah. Joe Burrow is probably looking at the middle of the field the way that Kirk Cousins did last night on Monday night and licking yeah. his chops because the 49ers had no answer either because they're roaming all around. And then we saw Steve Wilkes making that call with the all-out blitz. It was a gamble. And then Jordan Addison comes up with that pick where he just picked it yep. from, you know, uh, Traverius Ward. So uh, this is the, – the, the 49ers have some issues here that they have to deal with. Well, I think it, it's a situation where, like, the, the whole weekend slate of games – did not go as any of as us planned. imagined. That's correct. Right? Yeah. I remember Sunday, I was still, I was in Miami over the weekend. Um, and Sunday's first slate of games, I was headed over to my parents' house. And my dad, I, was, my, I thought my dad was calling me because I was, of course, running late. Yeah. Instead, he was calling you me. Never, you never, you're never. No, never, right. Yeah. No, <laughs> you're never late. <laughs> always on Latino time. My right. my family was always on Latino time. Always we late, always but late. worth the wait, I promise. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, dad, I'm on my way. He's like, no. Are you watching? I was listening sort of peripherally because we were trying to get everything together. And so I sat down for a second. I was like, okay, let me just watch Redstone for a little bit. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah. But that's how it goes. That's why there are things like any given Sunday. That's why there's, there's you know, fantasy and, and suddenly a guy that you haven't heard of goes off and gives you 30 points on your team. Crazy, crazy game. And yes, that does mean that I was in Miami yeah. for Sunday Night Football. And you saw that. That was rough. Thought it would be a better showing. I have to say, the Eagles really put pressure on well, Tua. We knew it was not going to be an easy no. game. And with the offensive we line knew. for Miami yeah. banged up as yep. well, that yeah. didn't help out. No, didn't help at all. Then Jalen Waddle got banged up too mm -hmm. in the middle of the game. But now we get to see the other side of it since they have announced that Hard Knocks in season yeah. will be with Fantastic. the Fantastic. I mean, think yeah. about all those Love personalities, right? Oh Tyreek, yeah. Jalen Ramsey, mm -hmm. Christian Wilkins. Yep. There's a lot of guys that I know are going to bring some yeah. entertaining moments to this thing. No question. And we get to see a little bit more of a peek behind the veil. I think the Dolphins have done a great job because uh, Mike McDaniel is so... Um, colorful, right? Yeah. And he's like an pretty open. Guy. An eccentric guy. We've yeah. seen so many features about him and his story. But now we get to see a little bit more of the dynamics of how this team has continued to build from last year and some of the pitfalls, like what we saw on Sunday night in Philly. Also playing a game in primetime in Philadelphia it's is no easy task, period. Yeah. But certainly against a team that regardless of how they've played, even with their wins, yeah. have not been as convincing as I think we were expecting or that we wanted them to be. Well, all right. I guess they they set that straight. Unfortunately <laughs> for me and Finns fans, it was against the Well, it, una preocupación, right? Mm -hmm. The way that the Dolphins and the 49ers played. Mm -hmm. These are mm -hmm. two teams that we thought were yep. in the top tier yeah. of well, teams. Well, even the Bills falling to the Patriots. Exactly. Right. No, exactly. And I think for the Dolphins, what's concerning is they went on the road. 
lost to the Bills. Mm -hmm. And then here they are going on the road, facing a good team yeah. and the Eagles. This this is a worry, yeah. right? If yeah, you're a Finns fan, because yeah. you you have to win on the road yeah. when it's the postseason. Now, granted, there's still a lot of football to be played, mm -hmm. but sure. it's going to get a little colder. Yeah. And yeah. those January games. Well, it's going to be cold in Germany when they fly over and face the reigning Super Bowl champions yes. in Frankfurt. That's going to be a fun And it's a home matchup. game for the Chiefs over there. Yeah. Quote, unquote, not really home game forever, but you got what I'm saying. Like yeah, still, yeah no, I get what you're saying. Um, it's going to be interesting. I'm really hoping to see from this in-season um, really what the the structure is of of the coaching staff. How We see Mike sort of out on the field and, and how he – gets along with the players, but I do know that there is a serious side to him, that there, there is. is a, this is business side to him. So I'm, I know a lot of people want to see the fun stuff, but I'm really looking forward to, all right, this is coach. This is our head coach. And to see how he has started to really structure this team around him and his philosophy. I want to see just practice footage to see how <laughs> Jalen Phillips and, mm -hmm. you know, Tyreek Hill, because we saw Jalen Phillips, like he was getting animated, trying to goad, those yeah. Eagles fans when he was making plays, uh, that is always a fascinating dynamic to see like the offense going mm -hmm. up against the defense. There's a lot of yapping, a lot of talking yeah. trash. I think that's going to be fun. I know McDaniel had said that after their game in Germany, that's when they're expected to mm -hmm. film until the end of the season. And the Dolphins have the Patriots who mm -hmm. upset the Bills mm -hmm. and are we buying into the Patriots figuring this thing out after one week, or I is it or, or is it that the Bills yeah. they just couldn't get it done and they're still trying to figure things out on offense and we just yeah. they're another team that you should be concerned about. Yes, they're four and three, mm -hmm. but Josh Allen was running for his life. I will say, I thought in my head, I thought maybe the Bills would get the in season. Um, hard yeah, that situation. would have been a good. That would have been a good one. That would have been interesting. It, was there? Is there another team you would have thought maybe hmm, they're going to get the bid? It makes sense in Miami though with everything that's. Yeah, I think Miami is just more glamour. I think they're sure. the track team. You, I mean, listen, you, so much personality, so much personality. But but when you look at the the Dolphins, they're so fun to watch with the speed, etc. But do you think their style can be sustainable in the playoffs when you go up a team go up against a team that's yeah. more ground and pound and power. Um I think it has to get a lot more physical. I mean, I think we saw them start to really re rely on uh Raheem Mostert especially mm -hmm. in the second half, but then it had started to already get away from them. Mm -hmm. You know, I think what's interesting when they do start filming like you mentioned after Germany, speaking of Jalen's that is the slate right. when Jalen is really supposed to start getting integrated. I think he's coming back now, opening mm -hmm. that window to get off of um, that IR from that injury. But will be will be real interesting to see him get back in there, be fresh, fully fully recovered. Um, I think there's a lot of layers there, uh, but certainly fixable things. I think people are okay. starting to figure. You can't manifest a way of getting people faster against like the Tyree kills and the Jalen Waddles. That's and right. The Mostert, That's right. Right. But you can start to strategize on how to take those players away, which we've seen teams do. And so. we're going to see Devon Achan coming back mm -hmm. week 11 as well. So second, second half of the season. Yeah. Yeah. So, get, so lots can change. Yeah, yeah. Very spicy, which by the way, did you get a chance to see Saturday night live? With Bad yeah, Bunny. Well, I haven't sat down and watched it, but I've seen all the clips. You know, they post oh, the skits on social media. So great. I mean, it, 
it felt like he was Bad Bunny was talking to us because everything yes. that he does is por la cultura. A hundred percent. The opening monologue when he said, I'm so happy to be here on Sábado Gigante. Oops. Oh, yeah. It spoke I mean, to me. SNL. It totally spoke to me. I tackled a little bit too hard, I think, <laughs> at that joke. But it was because he knew. I'm like, yes. this is for mi gente. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. I loved it, and having Pedro Pascal on there—that was great. And Marcelo, who is part of the cast of yes. SNL, a Dominican Would Cuban, Miami kid. Marcelo, if you're listening, come on the podcast, please. Ven paca. Con tu Con tu familia. Our, our official petition. I, I, it just—it just, it just <laughs> was funny seeing Pedro Pascal, and he's just saying, "Yeah, he's my translator." And then, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, yeah. was it? See, it's like, okay, he just said yes. You know, and then there's the the skit where, you know, he has to bring home his girlfriend yes. to his his tia's house. Yes. And la mamá is there. Right. And it's Bad Bunny good. and Pedro Pascal are there. And, and they're the it, tias and the mom. Yeah. B- because this thing is my, my brother even said this at our wedding when he gave his his best man toast. He said, like, you would not bring home a girlfriend to the house unless she's the one. Right. No. Like, uh, absolutely. that's 100% yes. the truth. Yes. And yes. I, I think people think, like, that's an exaggeration, but that's how it was. But it just w- was funny to see to see Bad Bunny, Pedro Pascal, and, you know, they can't relate to her, right? At it's all. like, oh, yeah. he está en Trader Joe's, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so I can't relate. Yeah. But then as soon as she says, like, you know, I keep telling you, you need to eat. Because you don't eat enough. And they're That's like, oh, it. sí, claro, ahorita, yes. mi amor. It all comes back to food. Yes, it, it does. It all comes back to food. By the way, I went to my parents' house. Um, we went to my sister's house, actually. And I, silly me, I was like, oh, I'll just order food for all of us. And my mom was like, oh, it's okay. I brought a couple of things. She said I brought a couple of snacks. Brought a full lasagna, potato salad. Green salad. I was like, mom. Give it to me. This is, I mean, we weren't <laughs> mad about it at yeah, all. Yeah. But she was always like, who's going to order what? Are you kidding me? When your mother is right here. One thing about my mom, she's going to feed us yeah. one way or another. And she, she, no regrets. She sounds like an awesome cook. Ah, uh, you the know? Best. Uh, so, the best. by the way, you're an awesome interviewer because you interviewed one of the Chargers players. Yes. Uh, cornerback Mikey Davis. A proud Mexicano, mm-hmm. Afro Latino. He and his it. mom, Anna, who is an angel on this planet. Sweet, sweet lady. We got to hang out, had some fosole, which is um, Mikey's favorite meal, and just really talked about their journey, her coming here from Mexico City as a single mom with Mikey and not really understanding what was available to her to have this gifted athletic son and really put him in the right positions. But um, their story is beautiful. And we were really able to dive deep into so many things that we talk about here on the podcast. Like it's you see people on Sunday, right? And you see the jersey and um, but you don't know the story that's that's behind it. And for the two of them, it was just Anna and Mikey. Right. Mm-hmm. In Glendale, mm-hmm. like trying to figure it out, trying to make it. And um, it, it's really great to see it full circle um, and to see her sacrifices having paid off um, for her son. And she knew that whether he's a football player or not, like mm-hmm. I know that I did the best for him. And it, it just reminded me so much of my parents and, you know, sure. the my stories we've the had same. about your parents as well. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. If you guys want to check it out, we'll have a lot more to share, including our perro machos yes. and a little platano power on the other side of the break. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> There's a story behind every tattoo that's ever been put on skin. Mexico is me and I am Mexico. The culture is who my mom and I are. Being Mexican is who I am. Chargers cornerback Michael Davis sees himself reflected in the people that Mexican revolutionary Emiliano Zapata fought for. He basically fought for the poor people. He basically fought for the people who had no voice. And growing up, I had no voice, really. It was uh, different times. I had a different background, mm. different upbringing with my classmates. Yeah. And they run around with their fancy cars. We had to walk everywhere, take the bus everywhere. Live in a one-bedroom apartment in downtown Glendale. Single mom, Ana Martinez. I mean, we just meet her all the time. She is my best friend. I grew up in Mexico City. What I remember it was like just running all over the place. Everybody knows each other. And you know whose kid is with who and all the moms are watching. How different was it once you moved to California? It was challenging for me because I don't have no one here. I have my son and I have to do the best for him. I said to myself, I'm just gonna teach him what my parents, grandparents taught me. I used to feel like being Mexican also being black just makes me unique. So people do see me like you're dark. And then they look at my mom and they're like, well, she's light. Like, how are you guys related? Growing up, Davis's darker skin raised questions about his Mexican identity. But in middle school, he found a new talent. And in the process, discovered a new piece of his identity. I'm just focused on my goal. Junior high. Mm. That's when he started playing black football, Coach Holmo. He talked to me and he says, you know what, I think Mike, he has something that he can develop and he can be good at it, and that's football. I said to him, but we don't have the means. Right. I don't have the money, and he says, and I'm just letting you know that there's a way. 
Guided by his mother and coach Steve Halmo, Davis made the transition from starring in track and football at Glendale High School to BYU. After signing with the Cougars as a receiver, he switched to cornerback. A decision that landed him on the Los Angeles Chargers as an undrafted free agent. What a night in Mexico City. The Chiefs and the LA Chargers, Estadio Azteca. All I knew is that I just wanted my family to be in Estadio Azteca. You're making me emotional because I still remember it. Yeah. Because it was my whole family there, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's, the, 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 I think, the best part of it. What are some of the things that you want to make sure Michael never forgets? The food. <laughs> I don't think that'll be a problem. The food. This one is yeah. called pozole verde. You're going to love it. Okay. Pozole, yeah. your favorite dish. Main dish. Why? I think it's just because my grandma used to make it all the time sure. when I was younger, especially we used to go back to Mexico usually every year. It's really good. It's very good. <laughs> Olvera Street. You remember going there? I personally don't remember that, yeah. so I'm excited if we don't see that. This is the big matraca. I'm going to ring this on Sunday for the charges. That's a good one, actually. You it's a loud You can try it. Definitely bring it for yeah. the cowboy game. Yeah, definitely. My mom, she always used to tell me that Echelaganes used to always give my all. And yeah. I try to do that in everything I do in life. I try to portray Mexico as, as much as I can. Reading in Mexico makes me feel grounded, keeps me grounded to my mom, keeps me grounded to my family. The culture is who I am. Really resonates with me, and especially yeah. like the stroll down Alvarado too, mm -hmm. and just hanging out, and you can just see how how proud Mikey is yeah. of being a Mexicano, Latino, mm -hmm. like what that means to him. He's also a local kid as well. Totally. Started Glendale High yeah. School. And so um, awesome job. You Thank totally you. like were getting the vibe. They made it so you know? easy. It felt like I was en familia oh, for sure. And for him, like we talked a lot about intersectionality, right? Because he's like so many people only see that I am a black man, which yes, it's true, but I'm also a Mexican man. And so mm -hmm. like we talked about like those two things existing at the same time, right? If they're not mutually exclusive of one another and it's so part, so such a big part of his identity and like what he does. And um, it, it was really cool. And we had a ton of pozole, which was like kind of spicy, mm -hmm. but your girl handled it. Yeah, as only it. you it can. It, made, it paid off though, because on the back end we had tres leches and I crushed oh, that tres, tres leches. Woo, we had oh. a whole family dinner. It was amazing. Miss Anna, thank you so much. Um, and Mikey, of course, for for letting us in. It was, it was really, really great um, to catch up with them. And we don't care if it's not Hispanic Heritage Month because... Obviously, we are Latinos the whole yeah, year the whole round, year. and we celebrate La Cultura all year round. So um, great to be able to share that with you guys. And we got to get to it because in the craziness of uh, Week 7 Slate, there was a lot of things that went different ways, but one thing stays constant, and mm -hmm. it's your eye to pick the Perro Machos. Yes. Perro Perro Machos, lots of great candidates out there. Number one for me was Lamar Jackson. Okay. Okay, Thought vintage Lamar mm -hmm. of what we saw. It looks like that Todd Monken offense. Yep. He's now he's feeling it. more comfortable. We saw him, like how Kirk Cousins sliced and diced the 49ers secondary and defense. He did the same with the Lions, who were getting a ton of love, a ton of hype the week before that game. Yep. And the Ravens were saying, no, no, no. 
look what we've got. We've got some playmakers, and those playmakers also stepped up. Yeah. Lamar had time. He was able to run and get loose. And when the offense is clicking like this for the Ravens, yep. they are hard to stop. I mean, as I saw them live in person in, in London, and that carried over yeah. seamlessly. And that was a dominant win. Yes. It wasn't just like, oh, we got a little victory. Statement like, win. Woo! Without a doubt. And um, I don't think that like means it. that the Lions are going to be circling the drain. No, no, not at all. At all. all. I think this all. was just one bad game. Yeah. And Lamar Jackson, again, played like yeah. the Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. was an MVP from a few years ago. So yeah. he's one of my perro machos. Another one is a rookie, Tyson Bajan. I love this story so much. So great, right? So that good. his dad is a world champion arm wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> which got we Peter Schrager and Kyle yeah. Brandt to oh God. go and challenge each other to arm wrestling and created this whole hilariously awkward, tension-filled moment on the yeah. show. <laughs> but either way, back awkward. to Bajent, his, his background is so fun because came from West Virginia, Shepherd College. Yeah. Here he is thrust into the limelight. He's going to have to start again. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's just one and one done. And done right? He has another start coming up. And the way that he plays, re- really poised, really calm, yep. you know, and was he throwing the ball deep? No, but he was making the, the and his way through. completions mm-hmm. that he had to make. For sure. And even going on that scramble. Yeah. And he tries to get the, the home crowd yeah. into it. I think it really brought a spark to the team. Yeah, I mean, he was 21 of 29. That's not nothing. No, no, not <laughs> nothing at all. And and honestly, it's like to be, you know, your your first career start in the NFL. I know. His dad must have been losing oh, yeah. his mind. Because I remember vividly when we we're doing the combine and all draft coverage, the story was so interesting because he, he did say there's a lot of parallels in what I did as like an arm wrestling champ, which yeah. yes. Let's be serious. Like at first you listen to it and you're like, sir, <laughs> not quite the same. He's a character. Though. He's a character. Very colorful. Yeah. But I get what he's saying in terms of mentality of the competition of having that dog in him, as we hear the dog, mm-hmm. uh, the guy say all the time. So um, I love that he had his moment. I heard a lot of the announcers saying like he's a secret Bajant man. Yeah. They're going to change his name to like 007. He was sort of undercover. Nobody was really paying attention. But this is why the phrase next man up is so important. Like when your number is called, Be that's ready. your moment. Yeah. You don't know how long you're going to have it, but good for him, man. Yeah, he got the game ball, yeah. yes. and now the Bears are going to be playing the Chargers. Mm. Again, and the Chargers are going to mm. need that win as well because, yeah, again, it seems like the the heat is cranking up a little <laughs> bit on that seat that yep. Brandon Staley is on. Another Pedro Macho has to be A.J. Brown over the last five games, over 125 yards receiving. Ties the NFL record. He is in the same breath Mm -hmm. as Megatron. They call him Mega John in Philadelphia (laughs) in some spots. And he brings another dynamic to this offense that makes them more dangerous. We saw Dallas Goddard get really involved to celebrate National Tight Ends Day. Yeah. And trying to guard him, he's such like a physical wide receiver out there. Mm-hmm. Not an easy guy to take down or to cover. I just remember even just his transition from when he entered the league. Like he was always fast and shifty, but he's gained so much more muscle. Like he's such a bigger bodied receiver now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the proof is in the pudding. Like when he goes out there, he's really tough to stop and really tough to to bring down. Now, that great choices. So those are the choices. But I have an honorable mention one, <gasps> and it goes to a Dang. coach. 
Mike Tomlin. Oh, boy. A soundbite <laughs> machine. Yes. Diamond low right now. Let's hear Mike Tomlin after the big win against the Rams. But I just love the fight in this group. Um, they don't blink, man. They cut their eyelids off, man. They, they, they go at it. And, and it is, like I told them, it's not a compliment. It's required. I'm just acknowledging it. Um, mm. We better be prepared to fight every time we step into a stadium, man, because that's what mm-hmm. the National Football League is about. Yes, indeed. What do you think? I mean, the visual is just <laughs> uncan- <laughs> right in time for Halloween. Um, it's giving Saw. Yeah. It's giving it's- horror flick. <laughs> Uh, but I understand what he says, it, and you can just see it in his face, right in yeah. his eyes. He wasn't blinking, no. quite frankly, through that. He press was not. Conference. He was not. And that Steelers offense, fun to watch. Picket to Pickens, mm-hmm. Deontay Johnson back made yeah. a big Starting difference. Jalen Warren, yeah, yeah, Najee Harris, and they're going to face a low key, pretty good team matchup in Jacksonville. Yeah, think about those two mm-hmm. teams. Potentially playoff bound. So that, those are my perro machos. But we had to play Great the Tomlin sound. I know. It's too good. It's okay. Too good so, so to. you know, if you have to have that, that perro macho in you. Yeah. But the, the perro macho means nothing if you don't have platano power. Platano power. Um, yes, it was very clear that they had several helpings of Platanos yesterday mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Um, and we got to go with the QB, Kirk yeah. Cousins. Yeah, Kirky. Yeah, Kirk O'Chains. Kirk O'Chains, yeah. which, by the way, did you see after Justin Jefferson in the postgame well ran over to him? You know what's going to happen. Chain. I knew it. <laughs> I love it so much. But 378 yards, two touchdowns, nobody got to him. Clean no, jersey. No, throughout. that O line did their job. Did their job. They are all. They are my honorable mention mm-hmm. for uh, Platano Power because without them holding it down like that, Kirk would not have been able to play the way that he did. So good job, Kirk. Great stuff at prime time at home against the team that I consider probably still the best teams in the league. Yeah, against the 49ers. not an easy game to win, um, and definitely came down to the wire for sure. They were just one score out from yeah. actually um, getting it back in that thing. And the other one, same game, Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison, Let's the go, rookie Rook. out of SoCal, Let's yeah. Let's go, Rook. 123 yards, two touchdowns, six touchdowns already on the season. Are you kidding me? Yeah. What a way to start your NFL career and stepping up when Justin Jefferson is down. Mm-hmm. That's Those are not easy shoes to fill. And, I'm not saying and, that it's apples to apples, but like that's a big task to jump in there and do. And a big test because he was wrestling the ball away, uh-huh. it felt like, yes. a few different occasions Correct. with Charverius Ward. <laughs> yes, who's not an easy guy to he, go up against. No, and mm-hmm. he was able to hold his own well, yep. was running great routes, confident. getting open, yep. confident, and I think definitely the Platano Power, they needed that win mm-hmm. badly. Yeah. And the defense, as we mentioned, with B-Flow too, so Honorable maybe mention now... B-Flow. Yeah, 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 maybe yeah, be flow. Yeah. So now they have the Packers, and you look at the rest of their schedule. Yeah, for the Vikings, it could potentially set up nicely. Yeah, that's if they play the way that they did against the 49ers. Yeah, they got the Packers, the Falcons, the Saints, Broncos, Bears. I mean, right? I mean, the rest of their it's schedule doable. is favorable. Very favorable, especially the way some of these teams have been playing. I would still be concerned about the Lions, who they face later in the year, just because they had that loss now. That's still a team that I'd be very worried about um, if you have them on your schedule. But yeah, 
I, Vikings fans, once again, I think we could be talking yeah. talking about this being a, a postseason team, and you would, should not be surprised if that's how it ends up. All right, rolling into week eight. Yeah, let's do this. What's your punto? Uh, my punto is I, first off, love to see all the teams playing because yes. I don't have to worry about my fantasy football team. Oh, God. Because if you have to worry about your fantasy football team, that means a waiver wire, you know, bin, you know, waiver wire, bin shopping, etc. So uh, my punto is that we're going to see all these teams and we're going to start to see more and more the personalities of these teams. Yeah taking shape as mm-hmm. we have. And for maybe the teams like the Dolphins, like the yeah. 49ers, these are just bumps in the road. 100%. And then the other aspect of it, so I guess this is a twofold ipunto, is we've got the October 31st trade deadline. Yes. We already saw Kevin Byard mm-hmm. being traded from the Titans to the Eagles. The Eagles are much better. Yep. And with the Raiders and how things are going with them, does somebody go out and trade for Devontae Adams? Is he out there for the taking? And if he goes to a team that has Super Bowl aspirations, he might be the difference maker for them. Yeah. Right? So those are kind of my ipuntos because, again, these identities have to be Mm -hmm. really defined because now we're going to see who's in it to win it and who could potentially be trading on October 31st. It's in essence the halfway point of the season and we have an extra an extra week now. Yeah. But more or less the halfway point at this um at this level in week eight. And I do agree with you. My mi punto is along those same in that same vein. I think the teams that we were expecting to be really tough have been mm-hmm. but the teams who needed to start to figure it out are doing that. Yeah. And that is great for all of us because it means really competitive, really tight, really physical games, which is exactly what you want to see here in the middle of the season as we start to get into the crispier, crispier weather, as I call it. (laughs) You're making the hot chocolate um, with any variations before you head out to a game day. These are the matchups that you really want to get to. And it makes it more unpredictable. Like I I, want to see a team that I, I don't want it to be. I want my dad to be upset. Yeah, because I don't love him, but because it makes our conversations that much more interesting. Spicy, yeah. Yeah, claro. a little bit more spicy. Must be cante, yeah. no? He gets upset because he doesn't pick them correctly. <laughs> <laughs> and then gets upset at me for not giving him more guidance. But I told him we're friends papi. off now with the whole Bill situation having come to light. So I don't help him as much in his campaign. <laughs> no, yeah, no. But that's a four and three, you know. Yeah, it's a it, lot. Yeah. So stay on your toes, stay frosty, and stay coming back and hanging out uh, with us every week on a huddle, uh, Will. Yeah. We love you guys here. Yeah, absolutely. This is the spot. Somos Familia. Hang out. Download, subscribe, yep. like, all of that. And do yourself a favor. Again, if you are like MJ and I, and if you're listening to this, it sounds like you would be, you have to watch the the Bad Bunny. Please I'm go back you. and watch us. Oh, my God. It's so good. And then let us know what you think. Yes. And as a matter of fact, I hope that we get to a point, by the way. I, I love Bad Bunny. I'm just saying yes. this. I just I love his music. My son uses that as his walk up music in, in baseball. Ah. He would be great to do the Super Bowl. I don't know if he still has the the universal appeal, but hopefully he's gonna get there I've where they peck, pick him. I've been screaming this for years now. Maybe he'll maybe him and Usher are friends and we don't know and he'll pop up. He be awesome. has been part of the Super Bowl before. Remember in Miami with Shakira oh, yes, and J Lo. Yes, yes. Yes. He popped in. 
But I'm he saying when he's it, the one that's calling the shots, yes, I that's agree. what I want to see. Now our Ari Punto has gone off the road. We're just okay. manifesting things. Yes, guys. yes, we are. That's all it is. But we'll be right back here next week before yep. I head off to Germany uh, on a Halloween-y um, episode. Yeah. Are we dressing up? We got to figure it out. I'm not. Uh, well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll I'll just see. wear orange or something. <laughs> lazy, lazy, lazy. All right, guys. All right. Gracias. Adios. See you next time. Prima hermana. In Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation.